Thanks for tuning in to Hungry Gen Audio Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the gospel message of Jesus by subscribing to, sharing, and leaving a review on this podcast. We are believing to see thousands saved locally and millions globally. Thanks and enjoy this week's message. I want to talk about the resurrection of the dead. Resurrection of the dead. If you have your phone, you can take notes. And if you don't have a phone and you're writing notes, you can write notes down. I'm going to read a verse of Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 and 2. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go to perfection, not laying again the foundation. Somebody say foundation. Come on. Uh, I know it's 9 a.m. Somebody say foundation. Those of you on YouTube, comment foundation. Foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of doctrine of baptism of laying on of hands and of resurrection of the dead and of eternal judgment and we will do this if the Lord permits this week if the Lord's willing I'm going to release an e-course on my uh, virtual school called the foundations which will deal with 12 main foundations of Christian faith and this morning I want to touch this one foundation of our Christian faith the Bible here talks about is the resurrection of the dead turn to your neighbor say resurrection of the dead we're not talking about reincarnation we're talking about resurrection reincarnation that's buddhism re resurrection that's christianity number one if you're taking notes resurrection of jesus christ is the central proclamation and basic essence of christian faith jesus's resurrection is what our faith is based on our faith is not based on even the bible the bible talks about the resurrection of the dead the Bible is living and true and powerful but your faith is based on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. For example, if there will be a typo in my birth certificate, does that cancel my existence? If there will be a typo in my passport, now I might not be able to get through uh, an airport but that doesn't change that I am alive. A person one time confronted me and said Bible has inconsistencies and I said that doesn't change anything about my faith. I said first of all it doesn't but let's just say it does have inconsistencies let's just say there's numbers in one place and numbers in the other one the guys who whose pay grade is way greater than mine who are theologians and scholars have decoded and explained all of those inconsistencies but let's just for a moment say bible does have inconsistencies and it's an outdated book as a christian for you it changes nothing about your faith because your foundation is based on a person not a book your foundation is based on Jesus's death burial and resurrection and that does not change it's a historic fact that he rose from the dead witnesses saw it all the critics of Jesus had to do to overthrow the resurrection of the Jesus one thing they had to do is provide the dead body that's it if they provide the dead body the resurrection the Christian faith everything about Christianity can be flushed down the toilet but nobody can. In fact, when I visited Jerusalem, they have three tombs and they're all three empty. Now, I don't know how could Jesus spend a night in all three tombs? I don't know because every religion has their little, every, you know, Orthodox and then Catholics and then there's Pentecostals. They all claim this is where Jesus was raised from the dead. And I don't know exactly where he was raised from the dead. But one thing I do know, all of the tombs are empty. Somebody give God some praise right now. Come on, drop that comment right now. He is risen and He is risen indeed. This means this, that Jesus is supreme over all created things. Matthew 28, 18 says the following, And He came and spoke to them after His resurrection. 
saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth resurrection says Jesus is supreme over all creation the second thing the resurrection of Jesus does for us is the future judgment is assured so resurrection doesn't just give us a holiday it gives us an assurance of a coming judgment in Acts 17 verse 31 it says because he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he had ordained who has ordained and he has given assurance of this by raising him from the dead so not only Jesus's resurrection is our foundation not only it's our core message but because he was raised from the dead now we have assurance there will be a judgment resurrection of Jesus Christ also means Jesus is the son of God in Romans chapter 1 verse 4 it says and he declared to be the son of God with the power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection of the dead so for people who are saying that Jesus is not the son of God it's an audacious statement for a man to walk around 33 years of age almost like a year younger than me and to walk around and say I am God and anybody can say that and today we will label them as schizophrenic bipolar and they have some kind of a mental disorder unless you claim to be the son of God you follow that statement follows hundreds of prophecies and then you say before even you get arrested that you will be arrested tried beaten dead and three days later you will rise from the dead and then they did a lockdown they locked the tomb put the best security guards armed loaded so that they can guard the tomb so that nobody can steal that body and then you get raised from the dead if you say that and you pull that up sign me up for your religion only Jesus said he will die he will rose from the dead and pull that off God didn't when there was a tomb the Bible says that the angels removed the stone they did not remove the stone to help Jesus get out they removed the stone to let us know he's no longer there Jesus did not need the stone to be removed to get out of the tomb he removed the stone so that the soldiers will know you're guarding an empty tomb already go get some rest you're off duty now the resurrection of Jesus is the foundational truth because it tells us that believers are justified Romans chapter 4 verse 25 whom he who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification so Jesus's resurrection is my justification Jesus's resurrection means death is defeated knowing that Jesus Christ having been raised from the dead dies no more death no longer has dominion over him and so the resurrection of Jesus is the central foundation of Christian faith not speaking in tongues not water baptism by full immersion though these things are important not how we conduct our services our dress codes and even the day we have our services all of these things they're not as important as the foundation of Christian faith and that foundation is the resurrection of Jesus Christ it's not about Easter Bunny this is not about finding eggs in the backyard this is about Jesus being dead and being raised somebody give the Lord a clap offering today number two spiritual resurrection of the believers in Christ is assured because Jesus was raised from the dead you and I experience spiritual resurrection 
Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 it says I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith in the Son of God who has loved me and gave himself for me. Colossians chapter 2 verse 13 it says and you being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh he has made alive together with him having forgiven you all trespasses. What does that mean? That means today you can experience the same resurrection spiritually that Jesus experienced physically 2,000 years ago on this earth. Now you don't have to die. You already were dead as, as, a, as a human. You're not a bad person. You're a dead person. Dead to God dead to respond to God, dead to his to his will, dead to his principles and we the Bible says are dead, born dead in our sin and Jesus comes into our life and he doesn't just decorate us, put a spiritual perfume of morality upon us. Jesus he breathes life into us. He breathes his spirit into us and then our heart begins to beat and then our, our heart begins to beat for God. We begin to have an appetite for God. We may still not have all things right. We may still be bloody and messy all around. We may still do the things not right but when we are alive we feel convicted about those things. We have a hunger toward God. You don't have to be reminded to a live person that you have to eat, you have to sleep and you have to go to the bathroom. No, when a live person they have that naturally. When you are alive you have natural instinct and desire toward God and that alive does not come as a graduation or a trophy of following Christianity for many years. It comes when you repent of your sins and you place your trust in Jesus. God makes you alive. Somebody say alive. Come on somebody drop that comment hashtag I'm alive in Jesus. I might not be perfect but I'm alive. I might not have all my ducks in a row but I have the life of Jesus inside of me. He raised me. Because he rose I'm alive. And so that is what resurrection of Jesus tells us. Number one is that it's a central foundation of Christian faith. Number two, his resurrection means I'm spiritually raised. Number three, Bible records numerous examples of physical resurrection. Now resurrection is not just spiritual. This is also physical. We see three incidents in the Old Testament of resurrection of the dead. The widow's son, Shunammite's woman and the man in Elisha's tomb. In the Old Testament there are two examples of men who never experienced death. Now we're talking about supernatural and I'm not talking about things that we watch in Hollywood. I'm not talking about things that are conjured up in novels where people physically get raised from the dead. There are two instances in the Bible where two men never died. One of them was Enoch. He got so far with God that God looked to Enoch and this is my version of the story so don't write emails to me saying that's not in the Bible. No it's not. It's what Vlad said right now. I think that God and Enoch walked so, so, so far that God looked at Enoch and he says, you know what, we're actually closer to my house than yours. Let's go to mine. And Enoch just never made back home. And they searched for him and then his family never found him and turns out he just went to God's house because they were so much closer to his than, than to Enoch's house. Again, this is my version of the story, okay. It's not in the Bible. Enoch didn't see uh, death and we know Elijah did not see uh, death. In the Gospels we see also three accounts where Jesus raised people from the dead. Jairus's daughter, the widow, the, the, the son of the widow and then we also know he raised Lazarus from the dead. We see that Apostle Peter he raised one lady from the dead and we see Apostle Paul he also raised 
uh, one person who died during his meeting um, <laughs> Paul's preachings were very long and the guy chose a very uncomfortable place which was to sit on the window on the second story building and uh, he fell asleep so um, if you fall asleep during our services I might be like Apostle Paul just don't fall don't fall and don't die but Paul raised him from the dead God still raises people from the dead even though we're commanded to raise the dead physical resurrection of the dead is not as normal as healing of the sick also it's not promised as healing of the sick nowhere in the Bible does the Lord give us a promise that every person who dies will be raised from the dead if we pray for them but the Lord does give us a promise that by his stripes we can be healed and so that's why that doesn't mean that some people say well you know if somebody dies that means they, there's a promise they're going to be raised from the dead the Bible doesn't teach that but we still can pray why can we pray for the resurrection of the dead because some people die before their time and that's why even when our precious grandma who we are very happy to see today with us when she got when she fell ill and had a, a, a heart attack a few days ago you know it just didn't feel right this is not just not the time yet and so we started to pray and maybe some people say well she's 84 years of age and and everything uh, but at the same time but, but what if we want her to live till 100 and so we, we can believe for that amen amen and by the grace of God not only that you know everything her blood pressure got stabilized and and then they did the procedure that the doctors were hoping and her kidneys improved honestly very very suddenly but when the doctor went in to look for the blood clots, clots that caused that attack he couldn't find those blood clots and so uh, we're just believing that God is moving in her life and we're just very happy for her in the name of Jesus and grandma also realized a lot of people know me in the hospital <laughs> uh, my, my aunt she's like yeah a lot of people were coming to her they're like oh yeah we know we know hungry Jen and we know Pastor Vlad and stuff and so so it's good I wanted a grandma to experience that we were making a difference in the community amen <laughs> amen we love grandma come on let's give a round of applause one more time to our grandma we love you number four truth about resurrection or the doctrine of resurrection is that res believers will experience glorious resurrection so not only we can still experience and we can pray for the dead and they can be raised not only Jesus's resurrection gives us spiritual resurrection and Jesus's resurrection gives us the foundation of our faith but the resurrection of Jesus Christ is actually a deposit or a confirmation that we will all experience our own physical glorious resurrection few things about our resurrection our bodies will be raised to eternal life where they will no longer die the scripture says in Daniel chapter 12 verse 2 and many of those who are asleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life some to shame and everlasting contempt scripture makes very clear that after dead you don't disappear you don't just evaporate into space into nothingness Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament clearly indicates that there will be a resurrection you will be raised up again it says some will be to eternal life and some to eternal everlasting shame and contempt the second factor about our resurrection is that we will have the bodies like Jesus's glorified body for if we've been united together in the likeness of his death certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection in Philippians 3 21 it says who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able to subdue all things to himself 
everyone is going to have a six-pack <laughs> I'm just kidding I just wanted to see if you're paying attention you are going to have a glorious body now I'm not sure if it's going to be a buff body I'm not sure if it's going to be all you know the body that you always dreamed of having your beach body you know but I know that it's going to be a glorious body come on somebody a body that will not be affected by calorie intakes the body that will not longer need to sleep a body that will never get sick and the body that will never get weak you'll be able to run for miles you will be able to maybe even fly i don't know but jesus was moved from one place to another in the way of a thought so it means the body will no longer be limited by the laws of nature Jesus was able to show up in one place and be in the other place in a split second. The body that will no longer need a private jet or an airplane or a car, it will be glorious body. And so it's good to work out, it's good to take vitamins, it's good to eat your broccoli, it's good to you know make sure that you, you get your 10,000 steps right now, it's good to get, to get that belly under control, it's good to have all of that. But I want to let you know no matter how good you get with your body, it will still die unless the Lord tarries is still gonna hit the ground six feet under but then there's coming a day where the Lord's gonna deliver us completely from all generational genes and give us the genes of Jesus and these genes are gonna be perfect come on somebody glorious body somebody say glorious body those of you on YouTube if you're excited for that body begin to say my dream body the body that is gonna be glorious the Bible says is that our body will be glorified according to the will of God. It says that it will be imperishable body. The Bible says they will be raised in glory. Our bodies will be powerful, raised in power. The scripture says that our natural bodies will become spiritual bodies. And it says also that we will be glorified with Christ. So one day we will have our glorious body because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So what Jesus experienced what we see how he lived after his resurrection is how every Christian one day will live on this earth in heaven now it's important to understand that according to the book of Revelation from what we could understand we don't know 100% but heaven is not going to be there heaven is gonna come here God will bring heaven which will be like a city come down to earth and God will dwell with men and he will set his headquarters here now you may say there's not going to be enough space but you must understand that most of the space occupied on the earth around 60 or 70 percent is actually filled with water but the bible says in the new heaven there will be no more oceans there, there's going to be the body's going to be gone those lakes are going to be gone because God's going to begin to fill there's still going to be rivers but those waters that we have today they're going to be removed there's going to be God's going to make more space for both his world and our world to live together and he's going to give us these glorious bodies there's going to be no more night there's going to be no more curses there's going to be no more tears there's going to be no more illnesses there's going to be no more wars there's going to be no more bloodshed there's going to be no more lying and cheating there's going to be none of that stuff that's going to exist in that world and God will dwell with men he's not going to be coming and visiting us but we will live together like a family lives in the house with the father and the mother we will live like that with our heavenly father God will remove the sun he will remove the moon and he will remove the stars because his presence will be the illuminating light and because God will never leave we will always have light and that's the world we're looking forward to that's why I want to encourage you your best life is coming no matter how good your life gets on earth 
your best life can never be on earth the only people who have a best life now are those who are going to hell if you are having your best life now you need to get saved because every Christian has their best life still coming no matter how good I'm not saying that we have to live a horrible life Jesus came to give a life that's more abundant but what I'm saying is our best life is coming and while we are in this temple right now this world is just a pit stop it's just like that you know rest area when you're driving on the way to Seattle and you stop in that rest area and everybody needs to go and uh, use the restroom and then praise God for those free coffees and those cookies that they offer over there and so and it's really what what this world is it's a pit stop and sometimes we experience good things sometimes we experience hard things sometimes like yesterday you know right after service one of our members was admitted to the hospital you know we're praying and standing in faith with our family somebody else gives a birth to a child we celebrate that and then the next day we're burying somebody else we live in a world where honestly this is unpredictable this is crazy we're believing for miracles signs and wonders but we also know that we live in the evil broken world a good friend of mine that we helped in Vietnam got arrested yesterday right in the middle of the services and just got released from jail and he's praying for that so he's going through something this world is a pit stop not everybody lives like we live in America and not everybody's having a good time like you're having right now during this Easter and not everybody's having a bad time like maybe you are having in in your life today but I want to keep your eyes anchored on Jesus I want us to keep our eyes anchored on the life that we are going to. You may say, well, don't be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. That is from the devil. You can never be no good earthly if you're so heavenly minded. I lived in the Ukraine when at the age of 13, we became America minded. What that meant is this. My family was planning to move to the United States. I'm going to tell you one thing. That is such a good feeling. When you look at your neighbors and you're like, man, I'm going to miss you. But I'm so glad I'm not going to live here. You look at your friends like, I'm going to miss you, but I'm so excited for the french fries. I'm so excited that I can have ice cream and condensed milk, which was a rare commodity in the United States. No limit to the condensed milk. I'm so excited that I'm going to go there. Like, I'm going to learn new language. I'm going to have new friends. I'm going to have, like, we were so excited to be able to move to the United States. I want to tell you something. It did not ruin us. It elevated our mood. So I want you to live today whatever you're going through remember this is that you are on your way to a greater future your best life is coming God is gonna bless you now but he's really preparing the best things in the future can somebody say amen and the last thing I want to share with you about resurrection is the resurrection is a doctrine and at the same time resurrection is a person in John chapter 11 it says the following verse 25 I am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me though he may die he shall live and whoever lives and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die do you believe in that and he says and she says yes today Jesus Christ is not only our doctrine of resurrection Jesus Christ is also the person of resurrection because of the resurrection of Jesus we have foundation to our faith we are spiritually raised we also see that the miracle of somebody being physically raised from the dead is still possible on this earth it happened with disciples it happens with people around the world and we're believing and contending we will see that even happening here in our church and in hungry generation resurrection of Jesus Christ is also serves as honestly a sample and an example of what our bodies will look like one day 
in glory. And you may say, well, you know, this is far-fetched. Well, this is, this is what we believe as Christians. His resurrection was real and therefore ours will be as well. But the part that I'm super excited about is the fact that Jesus Christ is the resurrection. And when he came to Lazarus, his friend who was dead, he didn't just say one day I'm going to raise Lazarus from the dead and give him a glorified body. He said, if you believe now, I can raise him from the dead now. Now, you might not have Lazarus, but maybe you have a business that's dead. Maybe you have an organ in your body like kidneys that stopped functioning. Maybe you have a relationship that's dead. Perhaps you have other areas of your life that is dead right now. And not only it's dead, it, it stinks. It doesn't work. Jesus Christ comes to your world today and he's asking you, do you believe in me? And you may say, yes, Lord, I believe one day you're going to bless me. One day you're going to take away every curse and take away every problem one day. And Jesus says, that's good. That's right. One day I will. But do you know that I am not just, I will be resurrection, but I am resurrection. And I am here with you right now. Do you know that I can raise your body to life? Do you know that I can restore that relationship right now? Do you know that I can kick life and put life into that business right now? Do you know that I am resurrection and life? Somebody say, I am resurrection. Come on, somebody say, I am life. Resurrection is a doctrine, but resurrection is a person. You don't have to die to experience the resurrection. You have to believe to experience resurrection. Anybody believes in this room? Anybody believes on YouTube? Go ahead and spam in the comments right now. If you believe, say, I believe in resurrection right now. I believe in resurrection today in Jesus' mighty name. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's message. If you like what you've heard, you can find more of this great content on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and even Pinterest. In other words, we would love to connect with you for the latest and greatest info on all conferences and internships. Remember, better is not good enough. The best is yet to come.